Coming up on today's show, some of the top economic questions being asked as we begin 2024, as well as review previous shows where we talked about New Year's resolutions, not just how to make them and what resolutions you should be making, but more importantly, how to keep them. That and much more coming up on today's show. And now, the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee. Welcome into the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee, the owners and founders of Allon Planning Partners, both independent fiduciary financial advisors. My name is Chrissy Paradis, and I'm in the studio with the dynamic duo, Jay and Brittany. Each and every week, we tackle topics of all things related to financial planning, preparing for retirement. And today is no exception, but we're going to take a deeper dive and we are going to cover frequently asked questions, especially about the economic cycle and where we're at, what that means for the future as we begin 2024. And to kick that off, we are going to check in with Kramer. You might know him from CNBC. And he had a little something to say about this topic. Money is just not talked about. Frankly, it's become the third rail of American education. You're a thousand times more likely to read Marx's Das Kapital than to read anything about planning a budget or certainly picking stocks. Brittany wow. J, a lot, a lot in that short clip. Well, I mean, that's true. That, 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 like, especially coming out of the holidays and, you know, everybody says, oh, at the dinner table around the holidays, don't talk finance, don't talk politics, don't talk money. Um, you know, those are kind of the tab, don't, don't, you know, those are the taboo subjects, right? Sure. But we want to tackle some of those questions. I mean, we had some of those conversations around our dinner tables through yeah. the holidays with family, with friends, as we had had friends over in our home. And we're talking about real life stuff, stuff that matters. You know what? How how are you doing when it comes to finances? What are you wrestling with? Some of the things that we're all talking about and of course, as financial advisors, this is what we do every day. We talk about it <laughs> and we want to encourage folks to press past the uncomfortable and and dig in with the right people to talk about this type of stuff. So that's that's what we want to tackle today. Yeah, we won't. We don't want it to be taboo. We don't want it to become, uh, you know, third level, I guess, is what uh Kramer was trying to say, yeah. we don't want it to become a, a topic to where it's like it's untouchable mm -hmm. because we want you to win with money. We want you to yeah. win with your finances. And the only way to really do that is to be transparent and to talk about what's going on, what's working, what isn't working. Um, and, you know, having those conversations with people that you trust, people that you trust. Now, now don't go talk to your broke cousin uh, <laughs> about <laughs> money and try to figure out what they're doing, right? You want to talk to someone who actually you can trust on the subject who is a, you know, uh, proficient in managing their own. If you're going to talk to a family member uh, and they have a spending plan or a budget and they know exactly what's going on in their finances, but talk to a professional. That's why we're an independent yeah, fiduciary right, firm right. is why we want to work on the same side of the table as the people that we serve. So we encourage these conversations and really nothing's off the table when it comes to that. That's right. So with that, we just want to dig in and dive in to, to this 
topic of overall questions that kind of we experienced through the holidays. People asking us, hey, you're a financial advisor. Let's, as you know, sitting down across the dinner table, what do you think about this? And one thing that we were asked just to kind of kick off the conversation today was, what about 2024 being an election year how is that going to impact the economy such a great question (laughs) i cannot wait to hear the answer because i am so curious i I imagine it would have an impact definitely was going to impact the economy okay we're already beginning to see it um because there 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 is a trigger response that occurs we we are in that cycle we are in the election year and Inevitably, it will impact the economy. Mm -hmm. So obviously, we know taxes are going to be adjusted. That's something that's coming. Um, Taxes are going up. We will see that. Um, That that is coming right around the corner. But election is definitely going to impact our our economy. So just take a look. I think the other day our national debt surpassed $34 trillion. Mm. That's unfathomable. It's $34 trillion. It's unreal uh, where we're at. So Brittany's right. Like the only way for our government to raise funds is to tax. Raise taxes. Um, And we have to raise more money in order to uh, beat down this level of debt that we find ourselves in. And we have to quit spending like we're drunk. Um, it's crazy uh, the That's way the that we That's the first thing that should occur. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? If we had any say or control in governmental action right now, it wouldn't have to do with taxes. It would have to do with spending. Absolutely. How money spent, where money spent, how much is spent. Uh, but unfortunately that's something that we'll we'll talk about what's in and out of our control. That's out of our control. Well, here's (laughs) what you don't realize. You know, it's not just the individual taxes that'll increase. It's corporate taxes that could increase. And when that happens, you know, they pass on those taxes Mm -hmm. to the consumer as Mm -hmm. well. Mm -hmm. So when we're uh, taxed higher from a corporate standpoint, we have, we still have to make a profit for our shareholders or for, Mm -hmm. you know, if you're, if you're a publicly owned company, you're looking to still be profitable. So you have to pass on those dollars that you to make up to the consumer and so it's going to increase prices again which we've already seen that um, with inflation going up so we have to know that the uh, political environment and and how we're being ran in our economy is a direct correlation uh, to what we're feeling uh, in our pocketbook (laughs) and so so, that's so true I mean it stands to reason there's a lot of spending going on, a lot of concern about the future and and how far money will stretch. How can you get things under control in light of all of this? So election results are really unknown. You know, it's going to be an unknown year and it's going to cause some market volatility, I believe, uh, to the up and the downside, right? Mm -hmm. So market volatility works both ways. We just think about, well, it's volatile when I feel like I'm losing money, right? But it can be volatile volatile in both sides of the swing. And it will be. Yeah. And so with that being the case, you know, I, Brittany and I tell folks all the time, control what you can control. Mm -hmm. And we can't control the total outcome of the election we can't control the market volatility and the swings that we're going to feel this year we can't control the tax rates um, and how what they're going to do but we can control our personal spending 
we can control how we are saving. We can control what we are doing with the funds that we have and making sure that we have an appropriate spending plan. And the risk so we're taking. So I encourage yeah. folks to take a look at their portfolios, like Brittany was saying, mm -hmm. with the risk that they're taking, yeah. the allocation strategies that they're that. using. Because you can position yourself to not feel as much volatility, right? Yeah. There are ways that we can help folks position, and I would do it sooner than later. If you're listening right now and you feel like 2024 is going to be one of those volatile years with the election, it's good to get someone to look at it. You know, we, we offer a complimentary consultation to give you an idea of how you're allocated right now, what that looks like in an up market, in a down market, and in a volatile market. And are you comfortable with that? Are you actually in the spot that you should be in right now? And do you need to make a change? Um, so that's what we offer for an allocation look. But you also want someone to help you with a spending plan and making sure that you're budgeting well and making sure that you're not overspending or that you are conserving and saving the amount of dollars that you need to be saving in order to get you to the ultimate goal that you have. So this is the things we help our clients with and all those who come in uh, for that complimentary consultation. We will help you with that written financial plan so that you know how is this an election year going to affect me? How, what's the volatility going to do to, to my portfolio? Well, everybody are, is positioned differently in their own portfolios. So depending on where you're at is how much volatility you're going to feel. And so we help folks get uh, those things in line so that they don't have to worry and have the fear, uncertainty, and doubt that, that it carries a lot of times. Right. That's right. So with that, we want to offer that complimentary consultation to all our listeners today. If you are listening and have questions about how what's happening in our economy this year, specifically because of the election, will impact your retirement or how it will impact your financial situation, it may be time to have a conversation, not just with anyone, but with an independent fiduciary advisor. That mm -hmm. is who we are. That is how we operate. So let's move into our next question. This was a big one it, it, around our house and tables this year. We had a couple folks, friends who are in the real estate market looking for a home um, and they're asking, is now still a good time to buy real estate? Should I be looking now? Should I wait? Obviously, we all know interest rates are high. They are much higher than they were 24, mm -hmm. even 18 months ago, right? Even 12 sure. months ago, they have really, really increased. So obviously that impacts purchasing of homes mm -hmm. and all of that. Um, but the market and what it, what it's doing, that, that's what folks are asking is, is it a good time to buy or should I wait? And we certainly have an opinion on that. Um, we believe that you obviously because of the, the interest rates, many people are deterred from purchasing, right. but the demand is only going to increase. We believe the demand for homes is going Especially to increase. Especially if interest rates drop, like we feel like they will over the next 24 months. Exactly. Okay. Which, which will, which will make make few options available mm -hmm. which will drive prices higher so we are in the camp that believes that the home prices are probably at the lowest they're going to be for the next little bit that they will jump up uh moving forward in the next you know couple of months into the year or two. Well, this is a very personal question too, because it's not, we want to give a broad brush advice to say, everybody should be buying a house right that's now. That's right. I don't think don't that that's hear the that. case. Yeah, don't I think hear that. it is, if you have the right 
positioning um, of your own funds. If you've saved enough, if you have enough to put down, if you have the right home, if it's not taking up, uh, but the appropriate portion of your budget, then yes, we want to give you the green light that now's the time to buy. But there's a list of things that have to be in line for you to be able to buy real estate, no matter what economic environment that we're in. But especially now that we're in a high interest rate market, you want to make sure that you find the right house at the right price that fits your budget. That's individual. That doesn't overextend. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That you have the right down payment for. That you're not going a hundred percent in debt for. Um, there are many factors, but we want to make sure. But 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 ultimately. It is. It could still be a good time to buy, even if rates are high. It doesn't mean it's the uh, time you should not buy right now. Um, it's really an individual by individual decision that we want to help people process through. If that's you and you're listening and you're like, oh, I'm on the fence of whether I should buy or sell or whatnot. You need someone to give you advice that's going to individualize it to your situation um, and know exactly what your spending plan is. If this is the right size home for you, if it's the right amount of debt that you should be going in, if the price is right, right? There's a lot of um, opportunities out there still, but there's a lot of factors Mm -hmm. that should be processed. Right. Looking at your whole financial picture rather than just that single decision, right? You should make financial decisions in light of the bigger picture, Mm -hmm. not just just narrow focused on that one issue. And never try to time any market. Don't try to time yep. the real estate market. Yep. Don't try to time ah. the stock market. Don't try to time any market. That's where you get hurt. Yeah. You need to make sure you're making appropriate decisions based on where you're at for wherever the market is. Trying to time, oh, I'm going to jump in when it's the lowest and jump out when it's the highest. Man, it's it's really hard to do that. And most people end up losing way more mm-hmm. than they gain when they're trying to exactly time the market. So let's just make an appropriate decision, not always an exact timing position. And that's exactly what the Allon approach does. When you sit down with folks every single day, you can figure out what works for each and every person individually, their circumstances, their situation, and at no cost or obligation. You could call right now, set up a time to sit down with Brittany, Jay, the team at Allon Planning Partners. Get your very own complete written financial plan customized for you. 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549. Or you could head over to allonplanning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. And you can schedule directly from the website. Brittany, Jay, we are going to take a short break. What is coming up when we come back? Coming up next, we're continuing our conversations around financial topics that we faced around the dinner table. Things like Social Security and uh, Bitcoin, cryptocurrency, that and much more right around the corner. We are back on the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee, the owners and founders of Allon Planning Partners, both independent fiduciary financial advisors and authors of the book, The Allon Approach. You can also catch Brittany and Jay on TV because they have a TV show as well in Chattanooga and Knoxville on ABC. You could head over to allonplanning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com and see links to 
great material like the YouTube channel where you can watch Brittany and Jay on demand going deep about any of the topics that we cover on this show. You could also get in touch with the team by calling 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549. And today we are talking about frequently asked questions, especially right now, and they're customized to right now, just like those financial plans are customized for each and every person that you sit down with. And I think that the next one is going to be a pretty interesting topic Mm -hmm. because I feel like the R word has been Mm -hmm. a big word since 2022. It's been this thing hanging over like the cloud that follows the kid and Charlie Brown or whatever, (laughs) that little storm cloud. Yeah. So you guys are the professionals. Are we headed for a recession? Well, you know. And a recession, uh, technically, we could hit, but not all recessions are super severe either. Um, <clears throat> a slowdown in economic growth uh, is is definitely possible and probably probable. <laughs> Should I say that? So a recession, in, in it could turn into what folks are calling um, a soft landing. Now, now, what's that mean? That just means that we do not hit the bottoms of the recession depths in the economy that that some are predicting. It's not extreme. Now, mm-hmm. yeah, it, it don't have to be as extreme. Now, you know, at the end of 2023, the market is actually future looking. So it's pricing in the Fed cutting interest rates is what it's doing. It's saying, wow, I feel like Jerome Powell has been speaking a little bit more dovishly. And he is telling us there may be some cuts in our future. We're going to price in some rate cuts. Um, I think a few things happened in the first week or two of here in January is that those price cuts uh, have been taken a little bit a backseat, <laughs> those rate cuts. Uh, and now it may be looking like we don't get as many rate cuts as what was previously thought. And so the market kind of came down just a little bit. So a lot's hinging on what the interest rate's doing right now, because that's going to help promote or decline economic growth. And so we really have to wait and see kind of how this is going to play out to see how severe of a recession or a soft landing that we get. But I really believe that companies are still doing well. People are still spending money. Right. So as long as people are still spending money, we have a good economy Mm -hmm. (laughs) because we are, you know, when you invest in a stock market, you invest in a company, it's based on their growth and their profits to how you do as a, as a consumer, as an investor. So we look at these things and say, future cast, how do we think the economy is going to look six months from now? And right now we think the economy could still be in a strong position because rate cuts are on the future table. That doesn't mean they will happen. So if the market gets it wrong and we have to go the opposite way and inflation goes higher and we have to raise rates more, stay higher longer in our interest rates, you're going to see a decline in the stock market because it is future looking that way. So Do I feel like we're going to hit some sort of a slowdown or recession? I do. I just don't believe it's going to be a crash scenario. I just think, uh, you know, the the markets aren't going to be in a in a crash scenario this year, but we can have a slowdown. And there is a recession over over our head that we've had to deal with for the last year or so now. So I do believe we're we've still got some issues that where we printed off trillions of dollars 
throughout the COVID uh, era and uh, where inflation has been so high for so long and they had to raise the interest rates, we are starting to see and will continue to see the effect of that mm-hmm. with a softer landing or a, kind of a, a, a slower recession. Well, that's good to know. And it's good to know that the word itself is not indicative of the panic and chaos necessarily right. uh, that folks oftentimes associate it with. I mean, that it it wouldn't be the end of the world. Yeah, we because, don't want to panic. Right, you don't yeah. want to yell fire in a theater. You do not want to yes. panic here. Uh, you want to make sure that you're appropriately positioned. That's right. So if you are close to or in retirement, you don't want to have all your hopes and dreams in that the stock market's going to continue up as it always has, right? You want to make sure that you're appropriately positioned for the future. If you are 30 years old and you're just beginning to really pour into those 401ks, you've got such a long time horizon, you want to go ahead and fund your retirement. So I believe it there again, it's all about an individual investor where you're at. Are you appropriately invested? Don't focus just on what's happening over the next 60 days or six months or a year. Focus what's happening over the next five to 10 years, right? Have a have a longer term mindset in place for some of your funds. Now, that's why we think it's important to have multiple buckets of funds so that you're not just thinking about the immediate all the time. You're thinking about the immediate, the midterm, the long term goals, right? And we can position those all differently in order to make sure that you're hitting your goals appropriately. That's what's important. And it's not like, are we going to hit a recession and am I going to lose all my money tomorrow? Which that conversation really leads us into the the next question that we faced. Why should I invest now? Why should I continue to invest my money with all the geopolitical events that are occurring, with all that's happening in Ukraine and, and you know, mm-hmm. Russia and the, the election, all of these things that impact our economy and our dollars? Why should I continue to invest? Why not just pull everything out and, and hide it under my mattress? You know, those are the conversations that, that you know, folks come in and we're talking about, not yeah. just, you know, with friends and family, but we, uh, obviously so many prospects and families sure. who need some help with their scenarios. These are the, these are real questions, real life questions that, you know, sometimes are hard to talk about, but we want to address those. And one key point here is about diversification. We talk so much about diversification being appropriately allocated is Jay just spent the last few minutes kind of hitting really hard, making sure you are appropriately allocated for your stage of life, for your financial scenario, for your goals. You know, that's a big one based on your goals and Mm -hmm. where you're working towards, where you're headed. Um, And then also ensuring proper diversification. Nobody wants all their eggs in one basket mm-hmm. when we're in this economic climate. That is that is a big no-no. And so we want to encourage folks, don't pull everything out of every investment ever because of fear. Right. When you make decisions based out of fear, that will nine times out of ten, if not ten out of ten, be detrimental to your situation, mm-hmm. whether it's financially, which obviously is the biggest impact, but the emotional impact, the long-term impact, those de- those fear-based decisions will lead you astray when we are driven by our emotions instead of, uh, you know, the fact or what is true. Let's let's focus on on what is true. Um, two very different experiences and two very different yeah, so- outcomes. Diversification is so multifaceted, meaning you want your allocation or the options that you're invested in to be diverse. You want to have 
at least some exposure to all five asset classes, which yeah. are real estate, cash, bonds, stocks, and commodities. You want to make sure that you are well-rounded, but you also want to look about your tax diversification, meaning are all of your funds in qualified accounts like a 401k or a 403b or an IRA? Do you have any Roth funds, which would eventually be tax-free? Do you have any brokerage accounts, which are taxable accounts now? What is your tax status and how are they diversified? We want to make sure we're well-rounded when we're giving advice and making sure that everyone that meets with us knows that they're diversified, not just from an allocation standpoint, but from a tax standpoint as well. That is a huge um that's a huge benefit to meeting with someone like us that's a fiduciary advisor. That's right. And the way you are invested, it's it's not just all market investments. There's all kinds of, as you know, right, there are so many different opportunities and methods to invest from real estate to, to crypto and stocks and bonds and uh, even things like bank, bank CDs. You know, folks utilize all kinds of resources or vehicles in which to to invest your money and all have varying levels of risk. Mm -hmm. They all, they all have risk, but they all have varying levels of risk. Okay. You're risking something no matter how you're investing. So the, the point is just to invest. Now the strategy comes in, in the how, right? And that's very individual. That's very specific based on, as I mentioned earlier, your goals, your financial situation, um, a number of factors, your your risk tolerance, kind of, and your time frame. That's something we haven't even really talked much about today. But when you're investing, the time frame which you will be investing, that specific bucket of funds, matters so much. Because especially in regard to this question that we were asked, why should I invest now mm-hmm. with so many geopolitical issues around the world and the economy like it is being uncertain certain. Well, there it's a cycle, it will it will return as it goes down, it's gonna come back up. It's a consistent cycle. And the way you invest them can look different for different buckets of money. You hear us talk about that all the time. And no matter when you invest, the only certain thing is that there's a lot of uncertainty all the time. (laughs) There's always going to be uncertainty always. uh, Because That's why it's an investment. It's something that's over time that, you know, and it's not just a a sure thing. You know, that's why there's no guarantees in a stock market conversation. You're planting, you're you're planting planting a seed seed in the hopes for a return over a specific time period. That's what an investment is. Some of those seeds are going to grow, bud, and and produce awesome fruit. Some of those seeds are going to die. That's the, that's the, you know, when we plant, we do the best we can to make sure the seeds that we're planting are the ones that are producing fruit. And some of it, some of it happens quicker. Some think about your vegetable garden, some things you would plant in a vegetable garden, you plant and a month later, man, you've got some, you've got produce really beginning to, to grow and you've got your buds and everything. Think about something else, the gestational period of an elephant. <laughs> think, think about how much longer that is. That's years, the two years almost that an elephant has to form that seeds planted and then years occur before there's fruit from that. So those those are just examples of varying timelines. So the time mm-hmm. that you are invested in and want to invest certain buckets of money really, really does matter. So again, the the kind of summary of this segment here, just invest somewhere. The bottom line being make your money work for you. Don't just work for your money, but make your money work for you. Put your dollars to work. That is where we come in in helping you determine how to best allocate those funds 
for your scenario, your situation, your goals, your timeline, so that you can experience the financial success success that you are working towards. 1-800-971-4549. We offer that complimentary consultation. Don't worry. Nothing's being sold. Nothing's being offered or launched. <laughs> nothing's being, uh, you know, we're required. This is a complimentary consultation. It's just a conversation where we talk about what's going on in the economy and how it impacts you. We want to talk about your concerns. We want to hear your vision and your goals. What are you working towards? And we'll help you craft a plan that helps you get to where you want to be. The number to call to set up a time to sit down with Brittany J and the team at Allon Planning Partners, 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549. You could also schedule from the website, allonplanning.com. That's A-L-L-O-N planning.com. Brittany J, we are going to take a short break but I know you have more in store for us when we come back. When we come back, we're going to have a couple more questions that I think you'll want to stick around for. One dealing with Social Security and the other about tackling debt. We are back on the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee, the owners and founders of Allon Planning Partners. Brittany and Jay are both independent fiduciary financial advisors. And the team at Allon Planning Partners is your one-stop shop for all your financial planning needs. They do it all at Allon. They can help you with your retirement planning, your tax planning. They can help you with your investments. Make sure you're allocated properly. They can help you in the form of a customized written financial plan. And all you have to do to set up a time to sit down with Brittany, Jay, and the wonderful team at Allon is call 800-971-4549. And you could head over to allonplanning.com, A-L-L-O-N, planning.com and there are so many great resources on the website alone there are tabs at the top of the page and you can check out the events tab and see upcoming events and workshops that Brittany and Jay will be hosting like retirement master classes as they do many in the area so make sure you check out allonplanning.com slash events or just allonplanning.com and hit that events tab. Now, Brittany J, I know that one of the questions that you probably get a lot at those workshops involves social security. Yeah, we talk about social security a lot because we want to make sure we're optimizing social security for the individual. We want to make sure that you are uh, fully aware of all of your options mm-hmm. and that you're taking the appropriate steps to get as much as you can out of your social security. Because listen, we've all paid a lot of money into social security over the yeah. last decade, two yeah. decades, three decades, four decades of our life. Right. And you want to make sure that you're getting a return on that investment. Now you'll never get the return that you should be getting, but we want to make sure that we're optimizing it. And so one question that we always get is, is man, is it even going to be there when I need it? Is it going bankrupt? Is it going bankrupt? Is <laughs> yeah. it, are we going to run out of money? And you know, here's the deal. The truth is 
is that we're on a path that isn't sustainable. We're on a path that is not good for the Social Security Trust. And there has to be uh, fixes brought. There has to be a solution to get us to a better path. Now, we don't have that just yet. I do know that, you know, every year they raise the maximum amount of, of person's income that goes towards Social Security. So, like the first 160000 for 2023 was, was taxed on for Social Security. And in 2024, that's going up to $168,600. So, you know, people that make more money are going to have to pay more into Social Security taxes to continue it. So that's one thing that they're trying to do to help. But ultimately, what I tell folks is not to fear. Don't hit a panic button. Because with the money going into Social Security currently, there is still um, enough money to fund about 80% of what's going out. So at the worst case scenario, you're on Social Security right now, it runs dry just off of what the government brings in, you're going to be able to get about 80% of your current benefit right so now. That's, that's just a round yeah, number. And if nothing is done within our current system, there will be a reduction of Social Security benefits. It, it, Maybe I more there, for those who very... aren't on it right now. Maybe, you know, probably the ones who aren't taking Social Security, there's more of a definite ability for that to be reduced that's right yeah definitely could could see a reduction of that now we had someone ask is it going away altogether you know and i mean man there would be quite an uproar I'll if, bet. if that were to happen i mean think about all the money you have paid into social security over our society lifetime. would have to go away before yes, that would happen I, in my opinion i see that being a, a viable option so a reduction you know, in the maybe next decade or two, definitely a possibility if the system isn't restructured. Uh, but going away altogether, certainly don't see that as a viable option for for where we are. So mm -hmm. it's it's something that we want to work to help folks maximize. So again, as Jay mentioned a moment ago, knowing your options in filing, mm -hmm. um, the timing of those. I think a lot of folks just don't realize the options that they have and how if they wait, they will receive more. Um, there, there are, man, we could talk and do an entire hour long show about social security. Um, but just hitting on it really briefly, we want to help you maximize it. So many folks say, hey, I turned 62, I'm going to start filing. But then they miss out on potential gain because of waiting and pulling from other funds. Or if they're still if earning they a paycheck. Those. Yeah. Or yeah, those folks who might still be working and then file and then not you know, uh, unknowingly realize that man, there's a, there's a, a yeah. penalty because I'm still working and collecting social security. If you work over a, if you earn over a certain dollar amount, you are penalized, which means you're basically just paying back your social security and penalties. That's not what we want to do. We've got to be strategic mm -hmm. in how we file and how we begin to receive those funds. So it does take some, some, uh, you know, time and energy in, in planning that out, just actual planning, Comprehensive financial planning is what we focus on, and Social Security is such an integral part of that. So that kind of sums up that conversation in, in, with regards to Social Security. It's a big topic of discussion, and, and a on lot a, of questions around yeah, it. Yeah, a hopeful note, too. I mean, because I definitely yes. was one of the people, before I started working with you guys, I had no idea if Social Security was, in fact, going away altogether like so many of those of. Uh, TikTok mm -hmm. videos uh, right. would say, and uh, and it's good to know that that's not a threat in the immediate future. 
Oh, absolutely. And so we don't want to aid in fear mongering, you right. know, because no that's not what don't we're spiral. trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> yes. We're trying to show you here's the math behind it. Does it look like the trust funds in trouble without a fix? Yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Does that mean your your current uh, Social Security is just going to disappear? No, it doesn't. Mm-hmm. There is always a solution. And uh, even if it went away as we know it, there may be a reduction. But your your Social Security amount, unless our society no longer exists, it's probably not going to just go away. Yeah. <laughs> Whew. Okay. That'd be a big shift. Yes. Yeah. All right. Well, that uh, for that, I am grateful. And what is next. So another question that we were asked a number of times over the holiday season in many different conversations uh, is had specifically to do with debt. When and how should I pay off and pay down my debt? We sat with a client um, right before Christmas and talked through some of this with them about, you know, how they had different buckets of debt, just like we have different buckets of investment or money, right? This family had different buckets of debt. They had maybe, I think it was like some school uh, loans. They had um, consumer debt and their mortgage, right? So different. And they were like, what should I, and a a HELOC, I think as as well. So which should I really tackle first? What should I go after first? Because Obviously, that's something that we we help our clients navigate. You want to pay down that debt, especially as you're nearing retirement. The goal would be to enter retirement debt free, having your house paid off, no consumer debt. And as you're in your working years, want to be aware of what you're spending, clearly utilizing a spending plan, ensure you're not overspending and not you know, charging up this debt that is going to just be looming and cause financial difficulty. That is one thing that will eat you alive when it comes to your finances is overspending specifically when it comes to consumer debt. So we want to help folks minimize that. And so if you're already in the position where you have this debt and you want to begin to tackle it, uh, you know, the, the order and structure as to when to do that is kind of what we want to talk about. And so depending on what those debts look like for you, I want to give people some hope. And I usually say, let's start with the smallest one. Um, you know, there's been many uh, train of thought written about this. Do you start with the smallest interest rate? Do you smart start with the smallest uh, loan amount? How do you start? The reason I tell people to start with the smallest loan amount is because I want you to see that you can make a difference and that you can pay some, something right. off. And then we'll start that debt snowball to get you to the next largest loan and the next largest loan until we can tackle the largest one with everything that we got. So as you're building power along this uh, snowball approach, you're able to knock out small debt after small debt, after medium sized debt, after medium sized debt to get to the large debts so that you can eventually be debt free. So I want to usually tackle the smallest loan first and let's look at your spending plan to make sure that you're maximizing your spending efforts and your saving efforts so that you're killing that debt as quick as possible. And I want to tell you, seven out of 10 Americans exceed their budget during the holidays. Wow. That's, that's pretty high. That so is. We, we talked about this going into the holidays. Don't overspend. Don't pull a Michael <laughs> Scott. That's right. Set your Can't limits and, and stick with it because the, the consequences on the backside of it are so hard to, to overcome. It's, it can be done. And like Jay said, absolutely. There is hope and you can do it if you're in that position today. Um, and it's definitely possible, but we want to help folks prevent that type of scenario. So don't be one of those that spins unnecessarily. If that is happening in your life, let's get to the root cause and determine 
why that's occurring, why is that need there to overspend, and how do we overcome that? How do we change those patterns? We talk so much about the the patterns that we have with our money, why we do what we do, why we think mm-hmm. what we think when it comes to our finances. And let's get to the root of those things for you. That's part of what we'll talk about when we sit down and have these conversations about your vision for your financial future and, and what you want your retirement to look like and what you want your today to look like. Right. Because it's not just about when I retire 10 years, five years, 20 years, whatever. It's also about today and the, the life you're living today, setting yourself up for tomorrow and the next day and the next day while celebrating your wins along the way, right? It's not always the the looking only towards the future, but it's it's this both and with a real a, a attack and drive towards that vision that you have set in front of you for your future. So there is hope if you find yourself in that scenario and and there is a a, a great method to walk that out and to, to overcome um, those debts and to really tackle them. It's just going to take some discipline and some effort. That's right. Um, but it's worth it. It is absolutely worth it to be debt-free and to, to tackle those things so that's not looming over your head. And Brittany and Jay can help you with that. They can help you put your money to work for you. See how the Allon approach works for you. And you could walk away with a copy of the book, The Allon Approach, written by Brittany and Jay Hagee. If you set up a time to sit down with them and get your very own customized written financial plan, you can cover these topics and ask any and all questions that you might have. The number to schedule, 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549. And you could schedule online, allonplanning.com. That's A L L. Onplanning.com. We are back on the Allon Exchange with Jay and Brittany Hagee, both independent fiduciary financial advisors, owners of Allon Planning Partners, to get in touch with Jay, Brittany, and the wonderful team at Allon Planning. You could call 800-971-4549. Again, that's 800-971-4549. And Brittany, we've covered a lot on the show today, and it was all good news for me. I mean, it it really helped to kind of uh, help bring me back down from that sense of panic and concern That's right. no fear there there is hope that <laughs> there don't allow fear to to dictate your decisions and and be driven by that fear that that you know our culture really creates this this swirl of, of that and that's what we want to fight against because that causes us to make some really negative financial decisions that's what we want to help people avoid and so really to wrap up today's show uh, as we're still in this New Year's mode, I know many folks have probably set financial uh, resolutions or New Year's resolutions. Um, 48% of Americans have set financial resolutions for 2024, which is the highest number of financial resolutions that have been made in years. So that's wow. pretty interesting that so many folks are spending more time and energy thinking about their financial situation, which is awesome. That's what we want. We want folks to be thinking about it and be proactive about all of that. But unfortunately, only about 9% 
of folks who make uh, a New Year's resolution actually see it through to the end. Ooh. So we did a show a couple of weeks ago about not just how to make f- financial New Year's resolutions, but how to keep them. And I would encourage you to take a listen. Go back and listen to that podcast. You can find us uh, any podcast platform, The Allon Exchange. And it's, it's our New Year's show where we talked about making and keeping financial resolutions. Because it's, it's one thing to make them when we have these goals and these targets that we're working towards. Though That's step one. That's wonderful. That's where you've got to start. But you actually have to put some action behind that goal. You can't just expect it to happen without the action. And we spend a lot of time and energy talking about taking the knowledge that you learn, especially like from our shows or our workshops, from our podcasts, taking that knowledge and actually putting some action behind it because that's what will produce the results in your life. That's when you will see the fruit in your own life is when you put action behind what you're learning and and how you're growing. So we encourage you to do that. Actually put some, some tangible steps in motion. So one of the things we talked about on that New Year's show that I'll try and wrap up today's show with is a dream written down with a date becomes a goal. And a goal broken down into steps actually becomes a plan. And then a plan backed by action can make that goal you have a reality. So putting some movement and some motion behind the vision that you've had when it comes to your finances, actually, maybe it's paying down the debt like we talked about in last segment, actually taking dollars and putting them towards your payoff for for whatever that debt is, taking action and putting the money towards it, setting a plan in motion and seeing it through. If you struggle with seeing it, seeing the, the plan through, give us a call. We will walk you through that. We will help you chart a course to help you get to where you want to be. When it comes to all of your financial goals, whether it's, uh, you know, investing in what you're putting away for your future, maybe it's staying within your spending plan. Maybe it's paying uh, your, your kids or your grandkids' school or college, whatever the goal may be, we want to help you experience the, the fruition of that goal and actually experiencing the the fullness of 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 that um that goal reached and we can help you navigate through that 1-800-971-4549 also go to our website it's alonplanning.com you can learn all about uh, our firm how we operate what we do how we serve those folks that come uh in here into our offices we'd be more than happy to sit down and talk through all of these things with you. We want to be a resource. We want to be a hub of information that can can help you navigate and walk this out. You're not alone. There is hope. You don't have to go it alone. Give us a call today. Investment advisory services offered through Foundations Investment Advisors, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. The content provided is intended for informational and educational purposes only. The views, statements, and opinions expressed herein are those of the individual speakers and not necessarily those of Foundations and its affiliates. The information contained herein does not constitute an offer to sell any securities or represent an express or implied opinion or endorsement of any specific opportunity, offering, or issuer. Any discussion of performance or returns is not indicative of future results. Each individual investor situation is different, and any ideas provided may not be appropriate for your particular circumstances. Foundations only transacts business in states where it is properly registered or excluded or exempted from registration requirements. Registration as an investment advisor is not an endorsement of the firm by securities regulators and does not mean the advisor has achieved a specific level of skill or ability. No legal or tax advice is provided. Always consult with a tax professional. All rights reserved.